What's your risk number? Find your true north. On the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, you'll find financial tips, insights, and information to help you plan for your future. True North Wealth Partners has locations in Dublin and Wooster, Ohio, while serving clients nationwide. Dedicated to God, country, clients, and family. To learn more about the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, visit MyTrueNorthWP.com. That's MyTrueNorthWP.com. True North Wealth Partners, welcome home. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here's your host, Ben Dieter. Oh my gosh, where to begin? Welcome everyone to the show. We are glad to have you listening whenever and wherever you do. You can find us anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on Pandora and pretty much anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. So thank you for tuning in. As always, we are 100% gluten-free here at the Ranger Report Podcast. All right, so welcome to the show. It has been quite a busy week, to say the least, for the Texas Rangers organization. They non-tendered their 2019 Player of the Year. They made a change at shortstop, effectively benching the last remaining player from the two World Series teams. They took a guy that won a gold glove at third base, and they decided to move him to shortstop. And oh yeah, uh, before I fail to mention, they got a new general manager. Is that busy enough for you for the first week of December? I did not think I would have a podcast this packed full of uh, stuff in December before the uh, the meetings in December they normally have. So it's kind of crazy that here we are. Don't forget to go to our website, therangerreport.com, and check out our merch store. We've added a few new things, including the Rugi's Greatest Hit shirt and uh, the I'd Rather Be Watching Baseball line of merch uh, and other few things. Pick up yours soon if you would like them delivered by Christmas. And don't forget that we are a listener-supported podcast. That's right. We belong to no network or organization. We are completely independent of everything and on our own. So please consider joining our Patreon. It is the main source of our income for the show. Um, We would love to have your support. Cool stuff, depending on what tier you join, that we'll send out to you. So thank you for your patronage, and thank you for considering uh, being a patron for the Ranger Report podcast. All right, let's begin tonight with Elvis Anders. Isaiah Kainafalefa is going to be the everyday shortstop going forward, according to John Daniels, the Rangers' former GM and now president of baseball operations. That leaves Elvis kind of homeless on the field at the moment. If the Rangers don't bring in a starting third baseman before spring training or before the season starts, it looks like that will probably be Elvis's job to have until Josh Jung is ready to be the everyday man at third. They think he will be ready during the 2021 season. Um, the projections are that he will be here in Arlington at some point during the 2021 baseball season. 
We don't know when. It probably just depends on how well he does uh, in the minors. I believe he's projected to start at Double A Frisco this year, so we will see where his development is at after a year of really not playing baseball because of the uh, COVID-19 situation and the 60-game season that we had in this 2020 year. Elvis is the heart and soul of the team. He is the team leader, and it, it I, I can understand that they're ready to move on, but it just seems like an odd, an odd time to me. I mean, I'm a big Elvis Andrews fan. I always have been. Um, but he's kind of going through. He's seen it happen before when he got here. He's kind of going through the same sort of thing that Michael Young went through when he got moved from second to short and then short to third and then third to DH to bring in Elvis and then to bring in Adrian Beltre. And Michael asked for a trade, didn't get it, wound up staying here until they finally did deal him off to the Philadelphia Phillies later. Elvis, as far as I know, hasn't demanded a trade. I would not be surprised if he has talked about wanting one, but I mean, starting at third every day, if he can get that job would not be a bad thing for him. He has the talent. Uh, of course, it would be different because he's played shortstop his entire career. So it would be a little switch for him to learn to play third. But Michael Young went from second to short to third and succeeded at every level that he did it. And I believe Elvis can still hit. He's not going to be a 40 home run guy. Uh, he's a guy that can bat 260, 270, give you 10 to 12, maybe 15 home runs, depending on his health as he ages. But he still has some baseball left in him, I believe. I don't think this is the end for Elvis Andrews. I don't think this is the last we'll see of Elvis Andrews. I think he's got more baseball to play, and I hope he has more baseball to play in a Texas Rangers uniform. We will see as the winter goes on here what will happen with that and if he will, in fact, stay with the Texas Rangers or they'll look at possibly moving him for pitching or something else that they could possibly need going forward. Let's move on to Isaiah Kainafalefa, who is going to be the everyday shortstop after winning his first gold glove at third base during the 60-game 2020 season. Kiner Falefa did a great job last year at third, replacing Jeff Frazier, who they'd actually brought in to play third, who wound up playing first because Guzman and uh, Greg Bird did not quite work out so well. Uh, Bird, of course, got released, and Guzman came back later and played the position when they dealt Frazier to the New York Mets. So IKF was a catcher for a while. He was an in, just a regular infielder, second baseman. Uh, he was a, he, he is, according to every, everything I've read and everyone I've talked to, he seems to be a great shortstop. And they think this is a great move for the future of this team, but still got to be hard on Elvis. But Isaiah technically can be better at shortstop than he was at third, where he won his first gold glove during the 2020 season. So that is significant, I believe, in the fact that he can be better there than he was in uh, in his place at third base. So it'll be interesting to see how spring training works out, what they do with Elvis during spring training, and then how Isaiah Kiner-Falefa really works out there at uh, shortstop, how he looks if he truly earns the job by playing just that much better uh, than Elvis has been playing lately at the position. He's going to be across right now from Rugnit Odor for his double play partner, um, which seems weird to me that Elvis would be replaced before Rugnit Odor with the kind of season that Odor had in 2020, which if you didn't pay attention, it was pretty dreadful. It was not a good season at all for Rugi. Um, 
But that is what it is um, right now. It doesn't mean that Ruggie's going to be there by the time the season starts, but he is there right now. So that's who Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is going to have to deal with uh, as his double play partner if uh, Ruggie does wind up keeping that spot. So big, big moves in the infield. And then, of course, the other story I wanted to get to before the break is that the Rangers non-tendered several players, Danny Santana being the most prominent among them. Santana was the Rangers player of the year in 2019 with a breakout season. Just had a fantastic season in 2019. Everybody loved him. Played really good. Had an injury riddled 2020 in the shortened 60-game season. Did not have a good season at all, uh, offensively or defensively. Didn't Couldn't really keep himself on the field during the 2020 baseball season. And uh, for that reason, I believe the Rangers have non-tendered him. I would not be surprised if they bring him back, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Danny was looking around for another team to take him on. Would love to see him back in a Rangers uniform for 2021, but the Rangers did what they felt like they had to do uh, to Danny Santana and non-tendered him. That is not the end of the world. Like I said, they still have a chance to re-sign him just like anybody else. And if he wants to be here, he'll probably re-sign the Rangers. I don't know if they re-sign him to a major or a minor league deal. I think that would probably be a deal breaker if he can get a major league contract somewhere else and the Rangers are only offering him a minor league contract. But those were two uh, really big things so far that have happened in early December that have made, uh, let's just say that have made early December a little more interesting than it normally would be at this time of year it has been a fun first week of december we've had a lot of stuff to discuss so far going down with it uh of course the big one is the general manager thing coming up after the break we will discuss that along with a few other things that are rangers related like i said the news was just flying in this week so it gives us a lot to talk about on this episode of the ranger report podcast and we appreciate you listening just a few numbers at, at a spotify this last year gives out a uh, end of the year review of your podcast and my podcast blew up this year after I mean I've done it I've been doing okay I've been podcasting since 2008 in one form or another I used to be on a show called the Hague Sports Podcast we did it for years and years before we finally stopped doing it did the Ranger Report podcast back in 2010 11 12 and a few years after that before I stopped came back uh, did not do it consistently at all, so obviously didn't have a lot of big listenership. Started doing consistently, and you guys seem to really enjoy it. Uh, I have picked up a ton of listeners, a ton of listens. We went from like, I don't know, 110 listens to now over 1,200 uh, just in about 12 episodes to 14 episodes. So that is a uh, that is quite the departure from what we'd been doing with our inconsistent schedule. Since we started doing them on Monday mornings, uh, it seems like consistency is king which is not a surprise and we thank you guys for downloading and for listening to the ranger report podcast uh, we really had a good year in 2020 we really enjoyed it again we really would like to thank our patrons who help support this podcast and keep it on the air uh, there are a lot of good rangers podcasts out there that you could spend your time on and i appreciate that you take your time uh, to spend it on this podcast when you're driving to work or driving home or whenever you take time to listen to podcasts thank you very much once again be sure to check out the merch store we got a lot of stuff there for sale that could interest you ranger stuff and just generic baseball stuff that uh, we find good and enjoyable and, uh, you know, uh, it, it hopefully you'll find something you like and you can purchase it and uh, 
enjoy it for yourself. Coming up after the break, we will talk about John Daniels not being the Rangers general manager anymore, which was quite a surprise at the end of last week. So let's discuss that. Coming up after this break, you are listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year And I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, glad you are with us. Um, thank you once again for joining us. Let's get right into it here. Uh, John Daniels is still the president of Baseball Operations. John Daniels, it's still John Daniels' team, guys. Don't let the fact that we hired a new GM fool you. It is still John Daniels' team. He is not going anywhere. He is not stepping away. He is not getting away from this team that is not what is going on he is still the man in charge of the texas rangers chris young is now the gm but make no mistake it is still john daniels team all of you that heard the news and were hoping that this was the end of the john daniels era in texas that is not the case that is not at all the case john daniels will still be here and still be here for a while. The ownership seems to just love John, and I don't believe he'll be going anywhere anytime soon. So let's look a little bit at our new general manager, Chris Young. You guys probably remember him from his time playing with the Rangers. He is, I believe, six foot nine, might be six foot seven, but he made his major league debut with the Texas Rangers. Uh, in 2004, and he spent 2004 and 2005 with Texas. He wound up having a 13-year playing career. He played for the Rangers, Padres, Royals, Mets, and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, He joined the MLB League's front office as the senior vice president of on-field operations. Um, You know, he's 41 years old, uh, which is young for a general manager. Well, I guess in this day and age, it really isn't. It used to be. But in this day and age, it's really not that young for a general manager. Um, Everyone thought he might be going to the Mets. Didn't happen. Wound up interviewing and being hired by the Texas Rangers, the team that brought him into the majors. So why the move now? Why did the Rangers make the move now? Uh, That is something I plan on asking. Uh, I hope, I hope. 
uh, to have a good guest coming up for you next Monday. That was a Rangers former GM by the name of Tom Grieve. I hope that I can get him on the podcast. Um, we've been going back and forth. We just need to work out a time where he can get on. Hopefully we can get that done for you. We'll talk a little bit about the GM role and what this means for the Rangers and for John Daniels and for what will be going on in the future because... As I said, this is still John's team, but when you bring in a new GM, it means that it'll start being Chris's team once he starts getting this stuff down. He is so new at this. You know, he's never been a general manager before, so it's not like he can step right in and just go full steam ahead at the role of general manager. He's got to have help from John, who has been the Rangers general manager now for, gosh, quite some time. Um, I'd have to go back. I do not remember. I did not uh, look it up when he started, but it was somewhere around 2006, 2007, maybe when he became our general manager. Uh, and that's when everything started turning around. He did give us two World Series as a general manager. We didn't win either of them, but he put together some pretty good teams. Of course, he'll be remembered. His general manager tenure will be remembered. Trade that brought Elvis Andrews to Texas in sending Mark Teixeira to the Braves. We got Andrews. We got Neftali Feliz. We got Matt Harrison. We got Jared Saltalamakia. So all guys, except for maybe Salty, who contributed to those World Series teams. Harrison loved that guy, was sad to see his career end the way that it did, uh, but we're not reminiscing today. We might do that another day. But if you look back, that was probably his best trade. What was his worst trade? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, we'd have to look back at that. In fact, I'll do a best and worst of John Daniels' tenure as Rangers GM coming up on the next podcast. But tonight, I just wanted to talk about what it means, the fact that John Daniels is no longer the general manager of the Texas Rangers. Was it his choice or was it the owner's choice? Did they ask him to uh, step down from the general manager position and just run the baseball operations, be the president of the operations? I don't know that we, the regular people, will ever know that. I don't know that that information will ever get out to us, but I would assume that it was a mutual decision, but I don't know that. It, he's been here since I was wrong. It's 2005, I believe. He's been a te the Texas Rangers general manager because he traded Chris Young in 2005. Um, you're looking at a guy that has been the general manager now for 15 years, and maybe he just was ready to just take on the president. I mean, that is a lot of work to be president of baseball operations and to be uh, the general manager of a baseball team. So that was a lot of work. I understand, you know, he probably wants more time to uh, focus on the front office type stuff and leave the general managering to someone else, which is why they brought in Chris Young. I don't know. These are just speculations on my part, and uh, I still haven't put it out, but don't. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> These are just uh, speculations on my part. We will, I guess, learn what we will learn in the coming weeks and months going into next season once Chris Young starts giving interviews and talking about how he wound up here ought to be pretty darn interesting coming up in the next few uh, in the next few months looking at the Texas Rangers who have a lot of holes to fill for new general manager Chris Young they don't have a third baseman uh, their rotation is non-existent pretty much at this point so uh, it ought to be interesting to see what Chris Young does with this baseball team I for one am very interested interested to see where he takes uh, this team for sure so the Rangers do have a lot of holes. And one thing I wanted to mention, let's go back for a minute. The uh, the bracket, I have not put it out yet, but I plan on starting to do that this week. 
So if you'll follow at the Ranger Report podcast on Twitter, it might just be at the Ranger Report, but you can find me if you type in at the Ranger Report on Twitter or on Facebook. I will start. Wow. Did you like the way I said Twitter there? Twitter? I don't know. Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure where that came from. Um, I'm just, I mean, you know, just such a professional voice that I, I, I enunciate so well. Um, but anyway, you can find us on Twitter at the Ranger Report. And we will start putting out the first seed versus the 16 seeds this week. So you can vote on who will advance to round two, the round of 32 as it was. Uh, I have a strong feeling that our four number one seeds will easily beat the four 16 seeds. But, you know, the whole thing about brackets is there can be an upset. We'll have to wait and see how that all works out. There could be an upset. There could not be an upset. We will see what happens with all that. There is a lot to talk about during this offseason. Like I said, I just kind of want to summarize it in this episode of the podcast. I plan on bringing on uh, Jeff Wilson, Tom Grieve. Um, I don't know who else, whoever I can get a hold of. Uh, I'm going to try to we're going to try to talk to some minor league players, maybe some major league players, uh, as many people as we can get on to talk to. As I said earlier, we are independent. We are not associated with any organization out there. So getting interviews is sometimes a little more difficult for this podcast, but don't worry, we can still get them. These guys are super nice. The majority of them that I talk to and are willing to uh, to talk to a little, uh, you know, a little guy like me doing my podcast. Um, so I appreciate once again you listening. I appreciate you supporting. I appreciate you sharing and telling people about it. We have grown so much this year, and that's all thanks to you. Um, you know, you apparently like some of what I do, so you keep listening, and I do appreciate that. Um, be sure to tell other people about it. Uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review if you think it's good or leave a negative review if you think it's bad. Um, you know, I can handle it. I'm a big boy. I can take bad reviews. Be sure to look for us. We will start having a YouTube presence in 2021. So look for that. The Ranger Report YouTube channel will be starting and we'll be we'll be doing some stuff on there. We We did stuff years ago when I started this. There's like three or four videos on there right now that our way back when uh, talking about a lot of different things that uh, like Joe Nathan coming to the Rangers. So, you know, it's been a while since I have published anything on the YouTube channel. So we'll see how that goes when we get back around to it. I would like to thank uh, all of you and wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, you know, it has been a lot of fun this year covering the team. It was a really weird year. 2020 has just been a strange year for everyone with the coronavirus with baseball season being shortened to 60 games, with the way college and the NFL have gone, it has just been a really strange year. Um, so it ought to be interesting to see how 2021 works out after all of this is over and done. Hopefully one day the uh, we'll see if the vaccine comes out and is takeable or you know how it's going to be it's going to be interesting coming up now with uh january just a few weeks away and 2020 will finally be in the rear view mirror also to mention interviews i plan on interviewing other podcasters who do uh not just rangers but just cover baseball in general there's a lot to talk about in baseball lots to talk about during this off season a lot to talk about with the minor league system so stay tuned for all that thank you once again for all the time you guys spend listening and helping to promote this podcast i am looking forward to uh 
talking Rangers with you guys for another year in 2021. But we're, of course, not done in 2020. Today is only December 7th, so we have at least two, if not three more podcast episodes to go. Heck, maybe four if I can get enough interviews on there. Um, So once again, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year if you uh, don't listen for some reason to the next few podcasts, but I'll be saying that at the end of each one. Thank you again. Consider becoming a patron. Consider buying some merch off of our store. Um, I think that is all I've got for you today, so have a great Monday, and I will talk to you guys next week. You're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.